Hello and welcome to the Nothing Scares Us podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Molly. And today we're here with a very special bonus episode that was supposed to be one of many, but you know. Life. <laughs> yes. So today, um, instead of talking about horror movies that uh, we don't like or we don't think are scary, we are going to be talking about our favorite horror movies because I feel like that's something that you should know about us at this yeah, point. We do, we do, in fact, enjoy them sometimes. Yeah, that is, in fact, why we continue torturing ourselves. So we have each made a list of ten. So mm-hmm. 10 is least favorite of the favorites, 1 is favorite of the favorites. Yep, and we're just going to go back and forth and go through them and say why we like them and all that jazz. I have a theory as to what, I mean, I know you know what my number one is, but I have a theory as to what yours is, so we'll find out if I'm right or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know what mine is. <laughs> I'm going to be really shocked if I'm wrong. <laughs> you, you definitely know my top two. I don't know if you know the order of the top two, but you know the top two. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? What's your number 10? Sure. My number 10 is uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, good one. Yes. Horror satire. I do love me a good horror comedy. A lot of people argue that this isn't even a horror movie, but like, what else would it be? I think, yeah, what the fuck? Where else does it go? It's It's literally like a a riff on every other horror movie, so. Yeah, like when you go watch like older stuff, like, yeah, people are dumb. Mm -hmm. I know, like when we did, um. We did Hills Have Eyes, and I watched Texas Chainsaw for the first time, both on this podcast, and I was like, oh, that, like, in the cabin of the woods. Oh, yeah, or, like, Friday the 13th, anything yeah. like that. You're like, oh, okay. And it's it's all the same creepy man, it's all the same gas <laughs> station, all that stuff. But, no, I think that movie is so clever and smart, and I just, I love horror movies that are self-aware, so that one is my 10th favorite. I love any story that's self-aware. Uh-huh. Like when it's like we're a story. Like <laughs> I love that. did you know? Did you know that we're a story? This isn't real. None of this is real. That's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number ten is actually Haunt, which I wow. I loved it. I literally like not even a week after we watched it, my sister. I was telling her about it, and she was like, "Yeah, I want to watch it before I listen to the podcast." And I was like, oh, I'll watch it again. And we watched it again, and I loved it. I just loved the main character. I liked, I love that concept, because I'm also a fan of Hellfest, um, which I don't think is as good, because it's just not as scary. It's a little campier. It's a little harder to believe, because Hellfest is, like, this traveling <laughs> thing, and it's, like, fucking huge. And I'm like, what? Um, but I liked the idea of Haunt. I like very insular. Wendy's staring at me like a serial killer. Um, I like very insular settings like that where it's all contained and I liked that nobody was like stupid um that's always refreshing and I really liked the ending I thought it was a really good ending which a lot of times like slasher horror you're like oh okay like it ends and you're like I guess that works mm-hmm. but I really liked how Haunt ended and it was gross but not to a point where I couldn't look at I didn't look at that one part but <laughs> everything else yeah yeah when I was watching it with my sister I was like I'm gonna look away now and she was like oh my god I was like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean Haunt is solid yeah I just I don't know you know me I like the weird shit give me all the like yeah whereas I'm like well I've talked about this with you and our friends before is when it comes to movies I'm easy to entertain if it's just like gaudy and over the top like, <laughs> last night as summer and i were like yeah i'm not gonna lie i enjoy the fantastic beast movies i'm yeah, like see, i feel like molly the, the we make a good pair because i like things that are like really out of the box you like the most standard like the mode I, version yeah, of the thing i'm the most like american movie goer like when people are like oh they're just trying to make this for the common denominator i'm like that's me <laughs> that's me i am <laughs> i love just things that are 
are the genre. Well, even I'm like that with most things. Like when Percy, our friend Percy was visiting last week, every time I was like, you want to get food? And they were like, yeah. And I said, what do you want to get? And they would be like, just standard American sounds good. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go to a fucking sports bar. Like, <laughs> let's get some generic chicken tenders and a burger up in this bitch. Oh. That's so I'm like, yeah, a good old slashers. Um, I like slasher too. Cause I think um, Harper was a fun final girl in that. Cause that's the thing is I like slasher, but so many times the final girls piss me off so much. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, who's this stupid? Anyway, yeah. what's your number nine? My number nine is Misery. I've never seen Misery. I love that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates is a treasure, a national oh treasure. God. Yeah, she um, can do anything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is just such a good movie. It's also one of my favorite Stephen King books. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the the book goes more in depth with it than the movie does. But because that's- Kathy Bates is so good in the movie, you you don't even need it. You don't need all the backstory. I, I like Googled one time what happened in the movie and then what was different in the book. And I remember that like the book is like more graphic about mm-hmm. his legs or something. Isn't James Caan in the movie too? Yeah, I think so. I love James. I, you know, I'm really bad with actors. He's he's the dad in Elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, that might be his finest work. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. No, yeah, a solid film. No, it's um, a great movie, and like, I, if you haven't seen it, like, I need to watch it. It's one of those things that's like, you know, like everyone has those movies where it's like, why haven't you seen it? And it's like, hell if I know. Um, <laughs> but I, just, I have it. I remember my mom watched it. And she was like, I hated it. It was so scary. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one, but I want to. Um, my number nine is a, is a horror comedy, and it's Jennifer's Body. Oh, I love Jennifer's Body. That was like my number eleven. Yeah, it's um, I again, this is a movie I didn't see till recently because when it came out, it was because like it's rated R, right? Like mm-hmm. it came out when I was you know in high school, and um, I just remember I didn't like horror movies, and it was advertised like it was straight horror. Obviously, it wasn't advertised like the very smart movie it is. Um, I also just love Megan Fox. Like I was telling you the other day, my sister and I watched that movie Till Death, her new movie mm-hmm. on Netflix. It was excellent. I think uh, Hollywood has done her so dirty. Not only is she just like a gorgeous person inside and out but I think she's such an underrated actress I agree she's really Um, talented I also when I was watching it the first time I was like tweeting and I was like this is a modern reimagining of Carmilla and like Mm -hmm. I fucking stand that book so yeah I think I mean like obviously it's very much a product of its time like they say the art slur and I just think the ending would be different if If, uh, Diablo Cody didn't write it (laughs) Yeah, but um, because it, it was a little too much, like giving a fuck about Needy, and it was like, who yeah. cares about this bitch? Um, but it, I really liked it. I love Megan Fox in it. I don't get what Needy's issue is. If one of you guys <laughs> was like, "I'm killing men," I'd be like, "Okay, uh-huh. can I come?" Like, I don't. <laughs> what's the problem? No, I really, I love like, I just love her apathetic tone of voice when she'd be like, "People died." And she was like, "Anyone we know." She's like, we know everyone. <laughs> that sounds like um, a caravan of lies line. Yeah, anyone we know. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Ginger Snaps? No, I want to see that one too. Yeah, I, that's a very similar vibe. Wendy's decided to be chaotic. Wendy. Oh, hello, Wendy. Is about time. She's not doing well lately because her mental state. She's getting like dog dementia Aww. and so 
Baby. She wants to just be by me at all moments. Like last night during the show, I could hear her barking and I text my mom. I was like, what's going on? She's like, Wendy wants to be with you. And she bites us every time. We oh For those of you uh, who are listening, um, what else would you be doing? Wendy's wearing a uh, pink hoodie right now. With a star. It's so cute. Yes. Wendy is my little chihuahua baby. Um, I have a dachshund, but she is chilling. She keeps herself together. Um, okay. My number, or are we doing your number eight? Yeah. What's your number eight? My number eight is Pet Cemetery. Got another Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Obviously the old one, the new one. Ugh. I also haven't seen that. I've seen the new one. <laughs> you haven't seen any of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. I know. Um, I've only seen, I've seen like a lot of the new ones because they came out when I was mm-hmm. super young. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's an old movie and you didn't like horror movies. I when think you were I've young. seen like the original Carrie. I think that's like, <laughs> that the- one is not one of my favorites. Spoiler no, I, alert. Whose is it? Um, um, no, Pet Cemetery is my favorite Stephen King book. And um, the movie, not as good as the book. Um, weirdly, slightly less problematic than the book. The movie that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's some odd. really not. As we always say, Stephen King thought that the natives were up to something. So there's a he lot really of that. Does. He really is like. Mm, what's happening? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I do have some Stephen King stuff on my list, but yeah, it's not wonderful. But yeah, Pet Cemetery, classic, really scary, and it like deals with like one of the fears that hits closest to home for me personally. So it's always been one of my favorites. The closest to home fear is that your cat will come back and kill you. That your loved ones will die horribly. <laughs> oh, okay. I misunderstood what you meant. I was like, I mean, I am not about the cat, Molly. <laughs> I don't know. I told you I'm not real familiar. Um, there's just I know that line. Sometimes dead is better. Um, my number eight is Annihilation. With oh, I haven't seen that one. I love this. Um, I wish everyone could have the chance to see it in theaters because it's a completely different experience getting like surround sound on the big screen. Um, it's like all women. I read the book. The book's okay. Um, they had to change it a lot to make it a movie because the book is just so... If There was no way to adapt the book and be um, accurate to it. And like when they contacted Jeff Vandermeer and they were like, we want to make this a movie. He was like, <laughs> how? And they were like, he was literally like, how would you do that? And they were like, oh no, like we have an idea, like a concept to change it. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, but I think it's stunning. I love, I love Natalie Portman. Um, it's just, it's all women and it's, it's so unsettling and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I sometimes think I don't love sci-fi horror, but that one is definitely one that I'm a big fan of. The score is insane. Like the score is yeah. so insane. I gotta see that one because I do love sci-fi horror. So yeah, it, I think you'd like it. It's real good. Yeah. Okay, what's your seven? My seven is the thing. Another one that I watched for the podcast before before oh. Molly was the host, and it surprised me so much. Oh, I, I love surprised. Yeah, I love the special effects. I love how like fresh it feels even today. I'm shocked that it was like a bomb at the time. Like I'm shocked I liked a movie where everyone was a man. Yeah. Um, the fact I, that they managed to make it interesting when every single character was a man. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. Um no, I was very impressed by that. I think it had a good ending too. Mm-hmm. Um, my number six, or no, my seven, I can't keep track, is a movie that you couldn't watch because it made you nauseous, yes. that's as above, so below. Wonderful. I am trash for found footage. During the found footage era, I was all about it. I think this movie is so fun. I love, like, um, like, like, scholarly nerd adventure movies, um, so I love the idea of, like, oh, these, like, 
anthropology students are like time to go explore the catacombs i remember watching like documentaries about how they made that movie and like because they actually went into mm -hmm. the catacombs and they actually went on the parts you're not allowed to go, like they got permission to do that um so like that movie like 90 percent of it is just filmed in the catacombs which i think is fascinating um i like think the whole idea of the philosopher's stone is fascinating i again i love the main character she's a woman she's such a badass i think it has a really good ending um, I remember again, I watched that with Simon, my ex-boyfriend, and he was like, is this going to make sense? Are they <laughs> yes, give it a minute. Um, and I think it's a very believable found footage too. Like it's mm -hmm. like, cause a lot of times found footage movies get to a point where you're like, well, no, no one would <laughs> at this let point. me grab my camera. <laughs> my brother would always be like, yeah, like cameramen and found footage movies are like, ah, ah, <laughs> like stop to fix the camera and then. Well, and also there's just times where it's like, why would, yeah, why would you still be going at this point? But they had like, um, they had like cameras on their like headlights and stuff. So it was believable that they would still be going. Well, and also the idea of like, oh, we're trying to like prove that this happened. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. What's your number six? My number six is In the Tall Grass. Oh, In the Tall Grass is my number five. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked about it at length on this podcast that this movie that everybody else seems to hate, we everyone love. Everyone fucking hates. And I have a real habit of loving movies everyone else hates. Mm -hmm. I think that movie's so fun. It is. It's like one of Stephen King's most creative concepts and because mm -hmm. his son wrote it. <laughs> That's why. That's why it was a Joe Hill Septon. Yeah, That's like why. I could like exactly see the parts. Like that was Stephen King's idea. That was Joe Hill's idea. The fact that the native rock was the bad guy was clearly yeah. Yeah, a Stephen yeah. King concept. Um, of course. But no, I just love, well, I know you love time travel, but I love just like when somebody commits to a weird idea and just goes yeah. for it. Um, our Lord and Savior, love of my life, Patrick Wilson is in it, so that's mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. Well, and all the other cast members are unknown, but are still so good. It mm -hmm. has just, like, a dash of incest, which we know I find entertaining. Um, just a sprinkle. Yeah, just I don't understand what people hate about it. Like, it's disturbing, but not, like, extremely disturbing. It's I'm not boring. Like, people are like, it's just people walking in grass. The fuck did you think it was? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think people should watch the trailer because the trailer gives some stuff away. Because uh -huh. um, when I watched it, I did not know the main gimmick. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. So when it got revealed, I was like, oh my God. And I remember I was like, I was dating this guy at the time and he told me to watch it. And I was like live texting him my reactions. And when like the main gimmick got introduced, I was like, holy hell, it's this. And he was like, yeah, it was <laughs> Also, um, like, um, I, I did read the book for this one. Movie is better. Really? Yeah. Love that. I've seen it so many times. I don't even know how many times, like five or six, and it never. See, I don't want to watch it too much because, like, I don't want to taint it. <laughs> See, I, I get the ADHD is I'm like, I sometimes I'm like, I want to watch something I've seen a million times because I know I like it. I know mm -hmm. I won't. But also, it. like, you forget details easily. I remember everything always. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm like, wait, what was this? And you're like, um, so yeah, and the tall grass was my number five. My number six is Candyman. Oh, I love Candyman. Is he on your list? <laughs> Candyman is number four for me. Okay, yeah, I love it. I it's perfect. It's it's not perfect. It's a little white. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's. I mean, we've talked about our Candyman episode is one of the only episodes where we're like, yes, the whole <laughs> time. Um, it's great. Tony Todd is a gift. He's sexy. He's everything. Um. 
Helen, <laughs> the gift um, that keeps on giving. It really is. It's just so good. It's so visually stunning. It's so disturbing. It's it's just everything. It's smart. It's such a like clever and like yeah. It's trying to do something, but it's not over the top with it. Yeah, and it was very and like yeah, not all of it aged perfectly, yeah, but yeah. it was so groundbreaking mm-hmm. at the time. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a real good slow burn. And I just want more horror movies like that, to be honest. Me too. Me like, too. why doesn't anybody do that anymore? Yeah, what's going on? Um, so what was your number five? Mine's in the top. Five. My number five is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice, nice, pretty solid. I love if me some Freddy Krueger. If y'all haven't seen our um, virtual theater trip, Theater But Better's production of Nightmare on Elm Street, Michelle played Freddy and had the full makeup and everything. And I was unsettled every time she was on the <laughs> Everybody kept being like, I'm actually scared of you. I was like, I don't want to look at you. I Every time you came on screen, you just had that look in your eyes. I was like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> acting. I was like, it's not acting. I was genuinely like, get off the screen. I was like, turn your Zoom. <laughs> I know afterwards, I was like, stay, I stayed in the call for a while. And you were like, just wash that off, please. I was like, can you leave? <laughs> um, but no, it's a, it's a classic movie. I grew up watching it. I love it so much. I love the second one too, even though that's like the weirdest, campiest fun. one. The second one's interesting. The fact that a guy dies via like sexual spanking. I was like, interesting. I was like, <laughs> that was a choice um yeah I like yeah that's a good one it's not on my list but it's definitely a movie I would watch numerous times it's fun mm-hmm. um my so my five is in the tall grass uh my four is 1408 another Stephen Wonderful. King I fucking love this movie I love John Cusack I think this movie's brilliant John Cusack carries this film because 90% of it's just him in a room um, I just find it so mentally disturbing. Like, the first time you see it, I definitely think it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's not a lot of jump scares, but it's just so insane. Um, but every time I watch it, there's certain scenes that I know are going to fuck me up every time I see it. And I love showing it to people. Um, I showed it to our friend Austin, like, Halloween 2020. And when it was over, he just went, what the fuck did we just watch? Like, <laughs> I think it's so underrated. It's like never mm-hmm. even streaming. No, it really is one of the best Stephen King adaptations. It's not on my list proper because I mostly just because I haven't seen it in so long, but I do really love that movie as well. Um, I was saying if people are listening and haven't seen it yet to watch the theatrical ending, not the director's cut. The director's ending is so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. What's your number? My four? number four was Candyman. My number three is Hush. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. I love that movie. I love when like diversity is like a part of a movie, but it isn't like hammering it on the head. I remember watching that with a bunch of girls from my German club in college, and I was living in this apartment by myself. And we like it was like we were watching a football match when like she finally got the guy in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we jumped off the couch and we're cheering. We were like, "Yes!" Like it was that was a good one. That yeah, was I've, good one. I've always thought like Home Invasion was kind of boring, but that movie is not boring at all. Yeah, well, because a lot of Home Invasion, I'm like, when the fuck is this happening? I'm like, mm-hmm. people get robbed. It's not like it's not the strangers up in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when is the, this? Isn't the Manson summer? Like, um. But no, that's a good one. My number three is my number three and two like are more artsy, like gothic horrors. So they're not gonna be scary to horror fans. I know they are unsettling to non-horror fans, 
Um, my number three is Crimson Peak, Guillermo mm-hmm. del Toro's gothic horror. I have seen that so many times. I saw it in theaters. I know it's our friend Mar's favorite movie. Her and I have watched it. We watched it like th- I watched it like three times this past Halloween season. Have you ever seen it? I haven't. I don't know if you'd like it or not. It's see, I like. <laughs> sometimes I like the things that you and Mar like, but sometimes it's like Dracula, and I'm like, I hate well, this. And there's every no fiber pre- of my being. There's no predictability to it because there's times where we're like, oh, I think Michelle will like this, and Michelle fucking hates it. So yeah, I think Crimson Peak. I have no idea if you'd enjoy it or not. The main character, she's a real badass. Um, it's very, very much an homage to classic gothic, like Jane Eyre and things like that. Um, it's visually stunning because Guillermo del Toro designed. Mm-hmm. And directed it. Um, Mia Washikoska is the main character, Jessica Chastain, Tom Hiddleston. Like, it's an amazing cast. Um, it's, I think it's just really well written. Like, I think it has a really good screenplay, too. And the score is phenomenal. Um, yeah, the aesthetic, like, the vibes, immaculate. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, because it takes place in the like early 1910s in like Buffalo, New York. And so like just the style of dress looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, a fun I'm gonna have to uh, watch it before your your new poetry book comes out. Yeah, because we got a lot of references <laughs> to Crimson Peak in there. We literally one night while we were writing, we were like getting a lot of like, we were getting stuck. And I was like, what if we just like put Crimson Peak on? And Mar was like, hell yeah. And then we put Interview with the Vampire on and then we just got distracted and just sat there and watched Interview with the Vampire. How's um, he doing? So did you say your three? Yes, my three was Hush. So what's your two? My number two is Child's Play. Okay, so I thought that was going to be your number one. No, Um, I mean, really, I love the whole franchise. Like, the Chucky franchise is my everything. Um, If I had to pick a favorite, my favorite would probably be the second one. Um, But they're all good in their own way, even the weird fifth one. (laughs) I remember when we watched it, we weren't that close yet. We were on Netflix party and I got way too real. And I was like, I remember when I was in a mental hospital (laughs) and you were like, yeah, that's really sad. Yeah, that's a lot. You were like, that's, we don't know each other. (laughs) So my number two uh, is a movie you loathe and it's the 1992 Dracula. It's just, yeah, so it's a gothic horror movie, so it's not, like, traditionally scary. Um, It's meant to just be, like, more vibes and unsettling. Um, Winona Mm -hmm. Ryder is in it. I think it's sexy. I love the score. Um, As soon as I saw it for the first time recently, like, ten minutes in, I was like, this will be a hyperfixation. And then I text Mar and I went, watch this. And she put it on and then texted me when she was done. And I was like, yeah, that's, I'm going to need to obsess about this. And then she sent me a six-hour playlist that she made to go with (laughs) movie and I was like nice um so what's your number one Uh, my number one is scream shocking (laughs) I love scream like I said I love horror comedy I love movies that are self-aware I just love like realistic teen characters like everything Mm -hmm. about that movie is like my childhood (laughs) it's great it's a it's a perfect film it's so funny um Yeah, no, that's a good one. It really broke the mold with the whole, like, having Drew Barrymore die in the opening Mm -hmm. scene. Um, Go his face, you know. Um, My number one is obviously The Conjuring. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I've, that's another one. I've seen it a million times. I'm trash for the whole franchise, like everything in the Conjuring franchise. Patrick Wilson, my Lord and Savior is in it. I love the fictional Warrens, not the real ones, fictional ones. Yeah, I just, I, and you know me, I love like ghost movies, like Haunted House. Um. But yeah, Conjuring Stan, Now and Forever. That's another one where, like, the moment I saw it, I was like, this is going to be everything. <laughs> it's still our highest rated episode. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I love it. We got our dad to watch it this year and he wasn't really reacting to anything until the mom like fell down the stairs <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh." <laughs> oh no. I guess cuz that's just a believable thing. Uh, <laughs> at his age. He was like, "Oh goodness." <laughs> Is she all right? <laughs> but yeah. So, so those are those are some horror movies that we like. We spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about movies we don't like. So and believe it or not, there are some that we do enjoy. Yeah, but we don't want to hear it. Don't call us haters. Yeah, we like things, just never things we cover. No, the only we've covered on the podcast we have like Hush and or no is that we have on the list is like Haunts, Candyman, mm-hmm. the is thing, the thing. Yeah, so we like things sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. So, anything else to add? I don't think so. Um, we will most likely be coming back with new episodes for season three in January, right? Yeah. So look out for that. Um, Molly and I both have books out if you want to pick up those. Oh my God, right. Yeah, Michelle edited an anthology called We All May Be Together, 12 different holiday-themed stories, not just Christmas, all holidays. And I have... Uh, I have Bite Back, a vampire romance that's gay, uh, and Be Terrible, which is a really R-rated erotic romance uh, involving Krampus, so, because I'm fine, mentally. Um, <laughs> y- y'all want some sexy Krampus, Molly's got, got you. I got you, I got you. Um, yeah, I get, follow our theater troupe, Theater But Better. Mm-hmm. Watch our reading of Nightmare on Elm Street, and then watch all of our other readings. Yeah, watch all of them. We did Dracula. Um, Michelle was funny. But yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, yeah, and we have the Lamp Post Awards coming New Year's Eve. Yeah, so that's true. If you if you care about a virtual theater. You can vote on who you want to win things like Best Death and Best Single Person Conversation. <laughs> Well, everybody have the happiest of holidays. Get vaccinated. Yes, please. And if you don't celebrate holidays, have a good uh, new year. Bring some good energy into 2022. Hell yeah. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.